now with great pleasure. Anybody recognize the music from the art of the cantor? He's with us live via telephone. We'll speak with him in just a moment. First, a few notes, a few bars, a few words from cantor Natanel Hirschstick. He'll join us coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Jam in the AM. If you stay tuned for the next few minutes in our conversation with Cantor Hirschstick, I'll give you the second half of that Vishamru here at Jam in the AM. Cantor, chief cantor of the Hampton Synagogue and one of the most amazing cantors on planet Earth. Cantor Natanel Hirschstick is with us live via telephone. Cantor, Shana Tova, welcome back to Jam in the AM. Shana Tova to you, Nachum, and to all Klal Israel. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Whose composition is that? Whose Vishamru is that? This actually, Yossel Rosenblatt, in a composition that was never recorded. So uh, if you heard this, probably the first time you ever heard it. It's a Yossel, but uh, How did, one that was never published. How did Hirschstick get a hold of it? Uh, senior Hirschstick. Uh, <laughs> Naftali, my father, and Raymond Goldstein, uh, you know, they, they like to to dig things from, you know, from archives and from uh, libraries and then uh, relive, uh, you know, rearrange them and put them in, in a new setup, in a little bit more modern setup, and and give them to the world. So uh, I happen to be the, the, the fortunate one to, uh, to to take the mission. It is amazing. Myself, yeah. Absolutely amazing piece. Kenton Atanel Hirschstig with us. So for, first, let me mention that uh, we had the opportunity, as you know, obviously, to be at the Hampton Synagogue 
for a Shabbat. Uh, I mean, what what you and the choir do to spiritually enhance uh, the tefillot of the hundreds of people who are there is simply remarkable. So kol kavod, just it, it's. Yeah. And and I, I I was lucky. I was there on a Shabbat Rosh Chodesh, so I, I heard a lot of bonus pieces, you know, <laughs> that normal yeah. that wouldn't be there on a normal Shabbat. And right. no, I didn't mean to interrupt. And and um, one of the things that's so remarkable is that you're able, and Rosh Chodesh Elul, this was evident. You're able to incorporate so many timely things into a regular Shabbat, so to speak. So my question is, did you did you utilize Hints to the high holidays over the last couple of weeks as well, or was that simply reserved for Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Elul, and it'll come back this Shabbat because Slichot is on the way? What was the schedule in terms of incorporating high holiday hints into your Shabbat davening? Yeah, well, you know, I think that that's that's something I, I uh, you know, I've, I've learned uh, through the years that. Uh, you know, to prepare your, both yourself and your congregation to something that is coming up, you just give musical hints. Sometimes a, a musical hint, um, you know, tells you what's coming up, and it's like a reminder. It's like the shofar sound. It's like the things that remind us that, come on, wake up. It's time. You know, the the, the, the great day is, is is coming up, and you need to uh, you need to prepare. So I incorporated. Uh, um, more tunes since Rosh Chodesh Elul, but Rosh Chodesh Elul, of course, is the time to to begin. Right. Um, uh, but since then, yeah, I'm like challenging myself. Okay, what uh, you know, what tunes from Rosh Hashanah and Yekipa I'm going to use here? Uh, you know, throwing all kind of uh, little hints in the nusach, but uh, of course, not doing entire nusach of Rosh Hashanah. Just you know, right. little hints, reminders. Kent and Tanel Hershtik's with us. So, what about this Shabbat? Knowing you have Slichot on Saturday night. Um, anything even more grand than than what's been going on the rest of Elul or not? You know, I uh, I uh, I'm, as much as I'm thrilled that uh, you know that that you uh, and maybe other people you know see you know the grandiose of, of what we do there. Um, thank you know thanks to Rabbi Schneier to to affording me and the choir to do that every Shabbat. We don't see it like as so, you know, grandiose. What we do is really prepare the music, and we we see it as, you know, as a musical challenge right. per Shabbat. And then, you know, I stand in the and it's the same word. It doesn't matter if you stand in the table, davening for you and your family, or, or or in a great synagogue. As soon as the music is ready and you know rehearsed and ready, now all you need to do is just to daven it well. So yes, of course, we're preparing a beautiful slichot with uh, with 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 gorgeous. Music and, and and beautiful, beautiful stuff. The main thing is that people will react to it, and the people will be uh, inspired by it. Is there a rehearsal? Uh, is there a slichod rehearsal today? Yes, actually. Yes. It'll it'll it'll, yeah. it'll last for how long today? Ah, uh, the, the slichod rehearsals are like three hours each. So um, wow. we did one on Tuesday. Wow. Today we do one. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's like uh, <laughs> we have like uh, ten ten compositions, and we dissect every bar in the music to uh, try to perfect it. By the way, uh, we, take you know, it, we take it very seriously. Kenton Natanel Hershtik's with us. By the way, and I'm sure that Rabbi Schneier and Rabbi Bronstein appreciate this. You have a. I'm convinced, unless someone can prove otherwise, and I'm sure you've thought of this, but most people I don't think have. You have one of the more unique situations. In the world of cantors, you know, if you speak, and we've done this, we've done this in the last 35 years, you speak to a cantor 
during July and August, especially before the month of Elul, and yeah, and even during the month of Elul, they will tell you they they are shut down completely until Slichas night. In fact, I was tell, telling this somebody the other day. I believe there's a great cantor in New York who, if I'm not mistaken, will bench Rosh Chodesh every Shabbos Rosh, every uh, every Shabbos Mavarchim, but will not bench Rosh Chodesh on Shabbos Mavarchim Elul because of the rest and and training that one needs as a cantor leading up to Slichos and Rosh Hashanah. You not only are you davening at full strength every Shabbos during the summer, but in addition to that, you're going to daven this Shabbos right before Slichos begins. Yeah, well, it is. It's, every year it's a challenge, and it's like running a, a long marathon. But who am I to complain? Because I'm not davening and undavening at the Hampton Synagogue from Shavuos to Sukkot. So from Sukkot to Shavuos, ah. I um, you know, I'm free to my own devices. So right. it's like you know, the, the, it's like the, uh, it's like you know, the Sfaradim, uh, uh wake up at four in, uh, four in the morning to say Slichus and Chodesh Elul, and we only do it you know later, later in Chodesh Elul. We right. don't have to wake at four in the morning. So who are we to complain that we can't cannot eat kit meals on Pesach, right? right. Everyone has a compensation. <laughs> All right, but I else. but I am correct pointing this out, right? You you know most of your colleagues take the summer off. Yes, that's okay. correct. That's right. correct. And and it is challenging, I must tell you, vocally it's very challenging because every week um the the, the process I just described to you, the the, the, the rehearsal for Slichot is happening on a weekly basis. Right. These rehearsals are happening for Shabbat. We take a Shabbat as seriously as we take any any service. Um, and, uh, you know, but, you know, I, I think that first of all, you know, training, if you're an athlete, so you're able to do it. And this is, uh, you know, if, uh, if there's regular season, there's playoff, this is playoff and we're good, you know, we don't, we don't have to take off. <laughs> you, know, you know, the, you know, you know the world, you know, the world series is coming up. You know that, right? <laughs> of, of Chazanas, I didn't know. They didn't, they didn't invite us. the World Series of Chazanas. I'm I'm told that the menu is very sparse on that day, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> during, during the World Series of Chazanas. You know, Dudu yeah. Fisher has told us that Yom Kippur is one of his easiest days. Is that true for you as well, or not? Um, easiest days? You mean for a singer? Yeah, like it does not. The fact that he hasn't eaten or, or even had water does not. Like he's he's able to adjust, and it ends up it's one of his favorite days of the year. It, would, would that be? I something? don't know. It depends. I mean, I think sometimes just the fact that you're distracted because you're busy throughout uh, the day. Right. But I must uh, admit that Kol Nidre night I find challenging because you you just ate a meal. Right. You just ate the Sudam of second, and you go straight to the performance of I mean the davening of of Kol Nidre. And um, and also the lack of you know be able to being able to drink something even a little bit of water right. on a regular Shabbat I always like hold a couple of bottles next to me even on the Amud just when I feel a little bit dry I I sip a little bit of water right. I don't have them on Yom Kippur but when I'm distracted you know when you when you're busy with something you don't think so much you just do it and yeah, that's it so that's maybe fair. on the on that sense maybe it's uh, but um, also maybe Dudu and I feel differently about this yeah I hear that. And and you and you are are uh you you are the cantor every Shabbat between as you just said between Shavuot and Sukkot correct? Yes. Does that apply when Shabbat Shuva follows a Thursday and Friday Rosh Hashanah? Do you, you know, s- usually the Shabbat before Slichas, they also give the Chazana break. Right but here, I, I will daven this Shabbat. Will, what about what about on a three Shabbat. on a three day Antif? Would you daven on Shabbat Shuva? On a three-day yontav, I will probably do musaf or something. I mean, look, it's not, 
it's I, I don't um Natano, I'm just trying to get it I'm just trying to get the point across how overworked you are that's all <laughs> um, I'll tell you this the, the relationship between between me and the synagogue is like that that you know if Rabbi Schneider just you know gives me a wink and tells me listen you know there are a couple of people here who came to listen and they'll be so disappointed and I'm happy to be the Shabbos Shuvah I'll go to the Amman right. I won't you know I'm not I'm not uh, you know I'm not the taxi driver I don't put the meter on and I'm saying, no, no, I, I, you know, uh, up to this point, I deserve this. Up to that point, I deserve that. Um, you know, we have a very warm and Baruch Hashem, very uh, um, open relationship. And, uh, you know, if they need me to daven Shabbos Shuvah, I'll do it. And this Shabbat, for instance, Shabbat before Slichos, I'll daven too. Um, hopefully that does not compromise anything in the performance of Slichot, but even enhances it because I'll come warmed up. No, like I, that's for sure. Like I said, you have a very... Speaking of warmed up, you're a very warm and hospitable congregation that I could tell you from uh, from my experience this summer. Well, it's ten o'clock Saturday night. Now let me interview you. What what? To tell me a bit about the Shabbos because I remember it was a lot of fun and it was great having you. But why don't you tell me a little bit about your well, experience? I, I, I felt it was a, uh, a a very spiritually uplifting experience. Which for me to be in a three and a half hour tefillah is not always easy. And with you at the helm, I felt the time flew. Uh, which is a trem- mm-hmm. a tremendous compliment for any cantor, Thank you. anybody Thank who, you. anybody who leads tefillah. And I thought that the um, the way that Rabbi Schneier and Rabbi Bronstein conduct the service is something unique and something really special. And uh, I I also believe that the congregation is a, a a shining example of how diverse a congregation can be, how attractive a a ritually observant congregation can be to all types of people in our community. And that was such an important lesson. For me yep, to see upfront and personal uh, that Shabbat. By the yeah, way, yeah, you know what? I, I I'm very happy to hear that. I want to tell you just this before um, before you take. I think that um, that decorum that you've seen in the Hampton Synagogue. I think that should set the the bar because you know I go around in, in Shabbos and in other congregations, and uh, you know there is a plague in uh, in uh, in the Jewish community of today, you know, especially in the Orthodox community, when it comes to decorum, you go to every synagogue. Most synagogues in the world do not have decorum today, and it's very sad because decorum means respect, and people treat the the, the, the service as as important as if a politician speaks in, uh, in in the Congress, or people are quiet or in the concert hall. No one thinks that he can talk to his friend loudly. Uh, you go to a synagogue, everyone are talking. It's like a it's like a social event, and there is no respect to governing. So that decorum is something we lost. It was much more there, from what I understand. Years, of yeah. course, I grew up at the Great Synagogue in right. Jerusalem, but right. uh, but I'm sure that it was more so 20, 30 years ago. People had more respect to governing, and and I wonder if if it has to do with the fact that we are a little bit neglected the Amud. We made the Amud. Healthcare that everyone can go to the Amud. If it's your site, you can go to the Amud and Shabbos. And uh, we said goodbye to the leaders of the Amud. And the post, that post, that leadership, the post of the Amud leadership is neglected. And because of that, I think that we lost a lot of the decorum. I, I wish to see um, a change in other synagogues too in that, in that regard. I, ne- I never thought of that relationship. I never thought of that domino effect that you just described. And it's such an important point. Such an important point. Uh, yeah. you, you'll you'll start Mosheisha about at 10 p.m. for those in the Hampton area. 10:30. 10:30. And uh, every seat will be filled. <laughs> I don't know. 
I have no idea. We have buses from from all kind of uh, you know from from Great Neck, from from Teaneck, from Brooklyn. We have uh, we have people coming in their cars. Yeah. We have a very different crowd on on Slichos because people I, I I haven't seen on Shabbos in there. All right. Um, yeah. So. I don't know who's coming. Your 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 conductor has five choir members, six choir members. How many generally? Yeah, so on Shabbat we have six uh, six choristers uh, per Shabbat, but on um, on Slichot we have on Slichot and Yom Emiraim we have eight. What did uh, what did Eliyafa have at the Great Synagogue? No, Eliyafa choir choir has a choir that is like based mostly on. Uh, not professionals, but uh, people who volunteer. Uh, so the choir there is like, I think, can be sometimes 30 people. That's right. huge. Um, it's also very different uh, type of arrangements and different type of sound, a different type of uh, challenge. Were you were you in his um, choir? Of course. I grew up at the, the Great Synagogue for 30. I mean, from... Um, I mean, from from the day that synagogue was built, I, I was present there. So the music, the, the the choir, everything was was my backyard. Yeah, unbelievable. His father, yeah. his parents, and my parents were very very close many many years ago. You know, his father was the Jaffe's, the yeah. Jaffe's and, and and your father, Colonel Jaffe, was uh, was mm-hmm. was a legend yeah. a legend in my family. Unbelievable. Yes, yes. Legend uh, throughout the Jewish world. No, no yeah. question about it. All right, 10.30 this coming Saturday night. It's Slichus at the Hampton Synagogue, Cantor Natanel Hershnik. Have you decided which will be the featured piece during Slichus this coming Saturday night? Will it be a Rosenblatt piece? There will be a Rosenblatt piece. Usually it's at Lishmoel Arena, but that's not actually the focus. We have Glanz, we have Hirschman, we have... Uh, we have uh, we have really we have some Hershey inside. We have also some surprises, you know, some uh, some more modern contemporary stuff, which we make sure we always include in the service. Um, yeah, and we have new arrangements also. We we need to change it up from time to time. Right. We can't, uh, see if you could s- see repertoire. if you see if you could sneak in Yehuda Green Shmakolenu Natano. <laughs> You know what? I look it up. I'll, I'll, I, you know, I, there's some things I still need to learn. It's yeah. a it's a gr- it's a great selection, but obviously for the right crowd, right? You have to you have to play to the yeah. crowd, and they love you out there in the Hamptons. That's for sure. Kenton Natanel Hirschnick, I wish you a happy, healthy, sweet New Year. Your voice should be very, very strong during this holiday Amen. season. And it's always a pleasure, Amen. always a pleasure to speak. Oh, and I owe the audience the second half of Vishamru, which we're going to do right now. Thank you, Nachum. Shana Tova and Shana Tova to all Jim and the AM listeners. Tadaraba and Shana Tova to everybody out at the Hampton Synagogue. Captain Natanel Hirschnick, as we promised, the remainder of this amazing Rosenblatt piece called Vishamru from the Art of the Cantor at JM and the AM.